Welcome to the LifeLinks Podcast, a platform to amplify Latina voices, to validate their story, and engage the comunidad worldwide. I'm your host, Consuelo Crosby, and also creator of this content. If you would like to chat about what you've heard here today, then reach out to me through our website at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X, or through our Instagram profile at LifeLinks. I'd love to listen and engage in whatever you have to say. Hola, chicas. Welcome to another episode of the LifeLinks podcast. I'm your host, Consuelo Crosby. I want to welcome you here on this last Wednesday of the month. My favorite month, October, because it's my birth month. And today's episode just happens to fall on my actual birthday. What were the odds of that? Now, if anybody knows me out there, you know that numbers are my thing. Whether it's the spiritual numbers, the numbers that call you, the numbers of my analytical engineering mind, or just my digit head mentality. So you'll appreciate this next fact, especially the ones who really, really know how seriously I take numbers. Shout out to all the Latinas out there who are like, yes, sister. So today, my birthday, October 26, is also the 63rd episode. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all do the math. October 26th, 63rd episode. Uh-huh, you got it. It is that magical, a date for this episode. You're all like, what is she talking about? Follow our social media at LifeLinks, that's L-N-X-X, and you'll see. But yes, I mean, this is the sequence of numbers that happen in your life that you just tend to go buy a lottery ticket over because it's just so intentional. Not coincidental. We don't take numbers as coincidence. It's intentional. Now, what that means, I'm not sure yet. And I'm really excited to find out because that's what life lays out for us. And if we're paying attention like right now, you kind of laugh along with the universe going, ah, oh, what's up? <laughs> what are you putting my way? I'm excited to find out. So taking a moment in gratitude on my birthday, on this episode, and happy birthday to any other listeners around the world who catch us today on their day of celebration. We wish you all the best, a joyful, kind Happy, healthy year going into 2023. But you don't have to be Latino to know that we're in the midst this week of pretty big celebration overall. For the Latino culture, it is a very special week of remembering ancestors, of honoring where we come from, who we come from, and keeping them close in our heart and keeping them present to all the other generations coming. We are in the midst of Dia de los Muertos. Now, being Peruvian, we did not celebrate Dia de los Muertos. 
And many first gens, if they had Mexican heritage, may not have either. But for us, it was also the celebration of just remembering, of taking a moment and making this a really intentional, celebratory time to talk about our family and talk about those we had lost. So this week starts off celebratory because of the birthday. And then it gets really insanely emotional. In general, for everyone, because taking a moment to remember our ancestors always tugs at some heartstrings that are tighter than we remember. That's why we have this week, right? But it's a really emotional week for me. You see, for as much as I revel, really go out on my actual birthday in epic, once-in-a-lifetime fashion each year, each year it's completely different, including this one, there was one year in particular that changed my life forever. It set me on a different trajectory that will be with me for the rest of my life, God willing. 2014. 2014 in the San Francisco Bay Area was a beyond epic year when it came to the sports fanatics. The San Francisco Giants, our team favorites, were in the playoffs. And by this point, they were in the World Series. So it was a really exciting time. It was a beautiful time of year. It was my birthday, but my mother was dying. I had been taking care of my mother 24-7 for over a year by this time. And I loved it. It was insanely hard. I was working in my structural engineering practice. I was getting my master's in communications at USC. And I was caring for her 24-7 in her home. Now, for many Latinas, this is a typical day, especially if you're a first-gen. Doing all the things all at once and never being able to say no or wanting to say no to our mamacitas. By this time in 2014, I knew her time was almost gone. That she was going to become that celebratory remembrance for me. I didn't know it at the time, but within days. And also, like many Latinas know, the mother is la reina, la doña, until she's not. Until she's no longer here. Until that moment, though, she still rules and will not be forgotten. So God bless this woman. My mother, in 2014, is planning a birthday party for me. Now, by the 29th, she would be gone. But on the 26th of that year, she was planning me a birthday party. She made a list for my father to buy the food for the party. And she had him order a bouquet of roses. The bouquet came in this perfectly, beautifully even 
globe of pink roses. It was gorgeous. And right in the center was one rose that stuck up above all the rest. And when I went to push it down, thinking it maybe got misplaced during the transit of the florist bringing it to me, my mother said, no, 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 no. That's you. You stick out above all the rest. There's nothing like a Latina mommy. And so we had our party. It was just me and her and my father. It was the best party of my life. In the intention and the pure focus and the gathering of every ounce of energy and brain power and will and love that she had left in her to make it happen. But it didn't end there. Because on that same day, I was double booked on my parties. I had a new man in my life. A man that I had already said upon meeting for the first time, this is the man I'm going to marry. I didn't remember his name, but I knew in my heart that something about him, I could feel. I could feel him through that very thin veil that separates what we think we know versus what is known. And he had arranged to celebrate my birthday again in a very simple, very familial way of inviting me to his house with his two children for the first time. So I left my mom, gave her a kiss goodnight, of which, again, Lorena says, don't you come too late. I will wait up until you come home. Again, she would be gone three days later, but I could not come home too late. And so I ran up to join my second party, very excited to meet his daughters for the first time, which, if any of you have children, you know how protective you are of your children meeting people that you want to have in your life, but you're not sure if they're going to stay in your life. And that vulnerability really gets to you. So this was a really important moment. I was all gregarious. I was all da 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 da, da. And the giants were on. So upon landing at his house, it's like, is the game on? Can we watch the game? There was paella, there was a birthday cake, there was singing. And I thought, gosh, I want this birthday to last forever. Again, the intention and the embrace were so loving and so kind. Well, I did marry that man. He is my husband. And in that moment of 2014, in leaving my mother and embracing this man, I had set a new trajectory of my third utopia. This would be my path. And in the giddiness of the next couple days, I'd lost sight that my mother was dying. I was so happy, I was so joyful, that after 22 years of dealing on my own, raising my kids, doing my career, going after higher education, 
my life was going to change dramatically. And three days later, it did. It goes back to the numbers again. The actual passing, I'll have to save for another episode, because it was insanely remarkable. Insanely. In fact, I'm going to still have to write to Madison Bumgarner and tell him what happened on that night he was on the pitching mound, the last game of the World Series. But on that night, after the Giants had won the World Series, October 29th, 2014, I tucked my mom into her bed, making sure she was all warm and cozy with her blanket up under her chin, and she had this huge smile on her face. And she looked up to me and she said, You always smiled at me, and it made me feel so good. When someone says something to you that runs so deep, just 15 seconds of uttered words can change your life forever. In that moment, I knew I had done right by her. All my grumpiness, all my flaring anger when I was pulling all-nighters just trying to stay on top of everything, it didn't matter anymore. In those simple words, you always smiled at me and it made me feel so good. I knew I had done right. There would be no regrets. Still, I had homework to do. And I ran upstairs and I said, I will check on you. I will check on you in a moment. And I went to get my work done. I told myself, I'll check her at 11. It was 10.40. I said, I'll check her at 11 to make sure she's fallen asleep. Because 11 is also one of my numbers. How many times will I stop and it is 11.11? On the phone, on the clock at home, in the car. When 11.11 appears, I stop. I don't make a wish. I don't ask for anything. I stop and just have a moment of gratitude. Because if the universe flashes in that moment, I think it's telling me to stop. Remember where I am and remember all the goodness that's in my life in the moment. So I said, okay, at 11, I'll make sure she's asleep. And I went to work. 11 o'clock, I went down to check on her. And she was gone. In that peaceful moment of silence, after saying her peace to me, after clearing her heart and laying it out there, she left. Now the thing is, my mother, also a Scorpio chick, November 22nd, she always lamented during my childhood how sad it made her that her mother passed away November 7th. She would be in her Latina mode of saying, oh, why? Why did she have to die in my birth month? Why did she have to put that heaviness in my birth month? 
And what does she do? <laughs> now that's a Latina mother for you. So for as much as I just revel on my birthday and I create these once-in-a-lifetime adventures, after 2014, they come with a little bit of heaviness. Because as much as I'm looking forward to my birthday all month long, I know I'm coming upon that day soon after. So my joyful adventure, which I always take a week and revel in from the 26th to the 2nd, now carries a weight to it that I'd never experienced. And I'm thinking, did she just want me to remember her at the same time I'm celebrating and having such a good time? Did she want to come with me on my epic adventures because she would be present in my mind in this memory that she was right here until she wasn't? Probably. I get my wanderlust from her. We would go on trips and the day would be approaching when we would supposedly have to go home and we would just look at each other. And the twinkle said enough. Where do you want to go next? Or where do you want to go instead? And then there would be a phone call to our respective homes. Actually, there's been a change in plan. So yes, there's a heaviness. There's a sadness I carry this week. But there's also laughter in that remembrance. In thinking of that last moment I had with her, in thinking how she celebrated my birthday, in remembering everything about this week, screams who she was and continues to be. She was the Latina woman from Peru who loved caring for people, who loved showing people how special they were to her, and she would celebrate them the way they wanted to be celebrated receiving the gifts she knew they would love, not that they should have, or not that she had time for, or not that she could even afford, but that they would love and feel special by her. So during this week, take a moment. Remember all those you've known who are no longer here. Take a moment to remember their personalities, and what they would do that would make you laugh or roll your eyes or sigh because it was so individually them. It's what made them unique. Remember them the way you want to be remembered. Remember them to glorify their life, that their life had meaning, that their life had value, that they wouldn't be forgotten no matter how simple they were as a person or how simple they lived. Glorify them in this memory and share it with your friends, your family, the next generation, so that we aren't forgetting who came before us. We are not ignoring who we come from, why we're here, and what's pulsing within us. This is what this week is all about. And ultimately, it's preparation for you, all of us, and how we live our current life to make it meaningful and happy and a story to be told by others. 
one that they will want to share. So here's a hug around the world. I love you. I am so grateful to all our listeners. I am insanely grateful to the guests, the women, the Latinas who have been on our show, who have shared such great stories. They make you laugh. They make you cry. They make you exclaim in disbelief what they have gone through and what they have overcome and ultimately what they continue to strive for. This is the week. Now, if you want to see where this epic birthday is taking place, keep track on the social media. You'll see it pop up at LifeLinks, the LNXX. You're going to have to wait a split second before it shows up on the website. When and if I choose to come back. And when we do come back, it will be November 2nd. Wednesday, November 2nd, in our family, All Souls Day. The epitome of holy days for us. And November 2nd, the day my father passed away. You can't make this stuff up. Every day is a novella in a Latina family. Step into your truth, ladies. Ciao. Really appreciate the time you take to rate and review the podcast. Get the backstory and what you've heard here today and reach out to us at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X. Because it's about time, it's about us. Stay in the groove on our social media at LifeLinks and get ready to make your move, ladies. Viva!